Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Episode 69. Jesus Christ. I've been waiting for it. He's like a fucking 13-year-old. Yep. Six, nine, people. 69. Oh, my God. And you know what made my day even better? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> uh... You um, showed me a political ad because yeah. that's all that's on now are mm-hmm. the political ad campaigns in Illinois because the election. Right. And how I showed you was I just started screaming at the TV. Yes. Dick bigger. Dick bigger. There is a guy. I forget for what. Poly- the comptroller. Uh, of for, Whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. She's, she's the current comptroller. I'm pretty okay, sure. So she's rerunning and. She has this citizen who's a farmer, who's, who's a farmer in Clearly. overalls yeah. with a Lloyd Christmas haircut. Yes. This poor guy, not a poor guy, not poor guy. This awesome dude, his name is Dick Bigger Jr. So, so there's, there's a senior. There's a senior. Mm-hmm. There's a big Dick Bigger. There, ba- babe. <laughs> this joke did not die for like seven hours at work. Dude. This guy is my oh. fucking hero. <clears throat> I want to meet him. I oh. want his name. His outtakes. Okay, so. I want to hang out with you him. You have to watch, like, if you go online, we'll have to find it. Like, there's his whole part of the commercial. He talks about how, like, she's a like a big she's deal in a little and, package. Yeah. yeah, but the way he's explaining it, it's like, <laughs> she's a big deal in a little package. And <laughs> I, I just, and then there's outtakes of him. Babe. Oh, my God. They, He's amazing. They couldn't have gotten a better fucking guy. So it got pointed out to me at work. So myself and my uh, another person that I work with, uh, Craig, we call yeah. him Craigery, uh, watched it for like, I don't know, a fucking hour. And then we got shown another one for, it's called Dickens Cider. Oh, and the commercials are fucking oh, amazing. my God. <laughs> Oh, and they're they're like old timey commercials. They're like from way back when this stuff first came out in like the fucking forties and shit. And I mean, what's better than a dick in us? Oh my god, the guy, the one commercial that I found, he's talking about how after a long day, his wife doesn't want anything but a hot dick insider. What? This is amazing. Yeah. And then Trunk Monkey. Have you ever heard? Babe, I got to show you. No, I got to watch that one. There's one. Oh, my God. So some of them aren't funny, but some of them are like, they put that on fucking TV in the 90s? How did they do that? (laughs) Right, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're insane. So that made my day because I haven't seen that commercial and just out of the blue on the World Series, you start yelling at me. I'm like, what? (laughs) Oh my god! And he's wearing overalls yeah. and and I'm telling you like the outtake dude, he's doing like this, looking for something in his pocket. His pen. 
Oh, that mm. was great. That that was great. Well, so, you know what? We'll put it on our page. Okay. We'll try and put it on the page. All right. So. But, uh, yeah, that that goes well with episode 69, I think. Dick Bigger Jr. Yep. So there is a bigger dick bigger. And a bunch of little dicks running around, yeah, I bet. A bunch of little mm-hmm. dicks. Yeah, see, this is why we like took it for like fuckers running. seven hours. We were dying. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, yeah. Mm. Dick Bigger Jr. and his overalls. Uh-huh. That made my day. Thank you, baby. Yeah, you're very welcome. Glad I could help. Mm-hmm. Ooh, wrong pipe. <clears throat> mouth to mouth, arms up. No, yeah, arms up. Not mouth to mouth. I'm not in the mood. Oh, no. 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 Bleh. You're just going to have to figure out how to breathe on your own. Bleh. Bleh. Mm, you had a busy day at work, huh? I did. One of your car accidents. Yeah, that was, was it was on, on the news. news. Yeah. Half yeah. a car. It was, uh, it was bad. Oh, it was bad on it the shut news. Down, yeah, it shut down Sibley. But it kind of it scared me because it was... Right it at made, that time. It made the news right when... Mm-hmm. You would be getting into work, so, and you, you, I mean, you pass there. That, I, I don't new. go that way. Oh, thing. Okay. I don't get off on 57. Okay. I go all the way down. Um, But I was pulling in as um, they were leaving okay. to go. So, I mean, it really was perfect timing. Oh, man. It, 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 it would have been the exact the time. News. Well, then, one of the cars that was involved yeah. is an identical car to one of the girls I work with. Oh. So when they pulled up, that was the first thing they thought, despite the fact that they had just seen her when they walked out of the fucking building. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's hard not to think that way, you know? My heart skipped a beat too, you know, but then when I saw the color of the car, I could at least tell that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the car was was metal. It was a car, not an SUV. At least you could know that. Oh my God. It was torn in half. And Mm -hmm. yeah, he, he didn't make it. Ooh. But, no, uh, he uh, became one with yeah. the car. So yeah, that was bad. We've had a lot of those lately. It's just you, <clears throat> you idiots that fly yeah. down that road. Yeah, and we have just like the shitty parts of the expressway. And getting off, just the in those like pockets that yeah. we get them. Yeah, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so. But you're home now. No mm-hmm. football. Can you believe oh it? Oh my god! So it's bittersweet. Guys, yeah, it's it's bittersweet because you know all the moms cried because yeah. all the boys cried, and they're all at that age where like they don't want to show that they're crying. So yeah, like they're hold, they trying to all hold it in. waited until they came off the field, and mm. then the minute they saw their moms, yeah, they lost their shit. So then all the moms lost their shit. Yeah, little man lost it in so the car. It's it's bittersweet. It's I was they, so happy too though because my boy Lugo. Came to the he game. Did, he did. surprised. And I felt terrible. Oh, I, I knew he was coming. I couldn't get out of the car. Yeah. I, my anxiety was so bad. It was a long walk, too. But it, I, I wouldn't <clears> have made it with the walk. It, it was a far walk. But I feel so bad, like, I couldn't be out there. Well, but I, I watched it, you know, with yeah. the live stream. Well, Lugo's like, when I called Jackson's name and he turned and waved, Lugo's like, do you think he knows it's me? <laughs> yes. Uh, Lugo, I have, like four Mexican friends and you're one of them. Right. I'm pretty sure he's going to figure it out. You're your, un- your uncle Lugo. Yeah. Of course he knows. We were, he was going to pull the squad over on the side of the the fence. Was he really? Yeah. He's like, that'll make a lot of noise, right? I'm like, <laughs> dude, fucking do it. <laughs> and then there was a point where there was a really bad call. 
yeah, really I bad know. call. Yeah. And I we had the video because the play, um, yeah. the kid's mom was sitting right behind me, so she was filming, you know. Yeah. And uh And that that kind of cost that the cost game them the game. Because then they started yep. going downhill. Well, after and the that. thing is too, so this they played a team that beat them forty four to nothing. In the, the second game, in the, of the second season. game of the season, and these kids are a whole new team. They yeah. gave them a run for their fucking it, money. Yeah, it was close. They the, were doing pass plays. Yep. So when they did a pass play and we all lost our shit, Lugo's like, "What?" And I was like, "I don't think they've ever done that." No, before. no. So the second time they did a pass play, we had a really bad call. Yeah, and <clears throat> it was um, ruled what like a fumble, and uh, it, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He was down. He was down. He was 100% down. Yeah. And the ref was like, we have a penalty. And me and the one mom were like, uh, and we have a video. Right. My point is, I'm like, they can't kick us all out. Right. right. And Lugo became the hero when he was like, they can't kick any of you fucks out. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, they can't do that anymore. He's like, they can give you a ticket. Right. He's like, they can't fucking kick you out. And I was like, oh, you shouldn't have told us that. <laughs> it was all the moms yeah up in fucking arms yeah so but that, they, they had a great season they had a gr- great season they ended with a good record they did. every year they get better and better yeah. you and know and it's cool watching them get because older they, it's the and, same kids yeah you know so yeah it was bittersweet it's it's i love football season i do but it's nice when it's over yeah you get a, a, a bit of i don't want to say normalcy back but a bit of you do time back yeah because, I mean, football is, it's three days a week. It's from six to eight. Right in the, yeah. Right in the, I come home, I have enough time to grab you guys and go. Right. So. Dinner after <clears throat> and then yeah, bed. Yeah. You know. So. But now we got to see two in a couple months with baseball if he yeah. wants to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of excited because he seems like he's, mm-hmm. he's into it. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But. But it's, you know. It's a nice little break. It's, it's bittersweet. That it's over, but it's yeah. all the moms were like, this sucks, these poor babies. And then all the moms were like, thank fucking God. <laughs> right. Thank God. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Another mama. In the books. Well, what do you got for us today? I had something else to talk about, and I don't fucking remember what it was. Yeah. Um, Must not have been that important. I don't know. We we have new Patreon. Ooh. We actually have quite a few. Okay. Um, <clears throat> And I apologize because... um. I don't remember where I left off again. Um, I don't know. I think I left off at Lizzie, right? Yeah. Was it Lizzie? Okay. I believe so, yeah. So then we have Caroline. Caroline. Or thank Carolyn. You. I'm Carolyn, not sure. Caroline, thank you. That was my grandma's name was Caroline, and that's how it's spelled. So. Uh, Shannon. Shannon, thank you. Fatima. Fatima. That's a cool name. Kathy. Kathy. I feel like we know this Kathy. Okay. Uh, Tony. Tony. Thank you. And then Caitlin. Caitlin. Ferrari. I'm saying your last name. I'm thrown out there. Um, Thank you for your message. Did she send a message? She sent a message on, I think, Instagram. she, She made us bust 100. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sweet. I told Jackie, her sister-in-law, that. Yeah. One of the other Jackies in my life. I was yeah. like, you got to tell her. She she made us break 100. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I had like a fucking Patreons. supermarket sweep yep. prize to give her, you know. Thank you. Uh, Jillian. Jillian, thank you. Sophia. Sophia, thank you. I love that name. I Pictured. do, too. Sicily. Uh, Joni. Joni, thank you. And last, but certainly not least... 
Lugo. Lugo, thank you. Do you think he became a lieutenant on our podcast? Because he probably won't ever wear a white shirt in real life. That's harsh to say. I don't think he should. I don't. He's no. meant to be I don't, a detective. I don't mean it. No. Oh, okay. So I'm legitimately not being a dickwad. I'm being. He doesn't. No. He needs to be where he's at. He needs to stay where he's at. He's fucking good at it. Yeah, but he needs to be a supervisor in detectives. Yeah. It's about yeah. that time. Yeah. He's ready for it. Yeah. He's he's ready for it. I'll give you that. But I didn't mean it to be a dick, I promise. And like normally. No, I, I know what you mean. I'm 100% a dick. I know to what him you mean. Because... Like some people are just meant to be. Yeah. In certain positions. Like, yeah. not everyone is meant to be a detective. No. Which, That's just the way it is. By the way, he cut his finger at the game. Did he really? Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He was like a little kid running his hand along the fence and got his thumb stuck. Yeah. Why did every mom there have a Band-Aid but me, and I'm the paramedic? <laughs> he's like, you got a Band-Aid, right? Well, he's like, a good-looking dude, too. So the moms were probably oh. like, oh, I, I have one. I have a Band-Aid. He, babe... He he's an idiot, <laughs> but he's my idiot, so it's yeah. okay. He came to see me at work too. Yeah, not too long ago. I have to bring important documents. Mm. They were not fucking important. They were discharge papers from 2014. <laughs> when I had butt rash. Yeah, and <laughs> there was shit written on the back, but it was like a food order. It wasn't anything important. <laughs> from Popeyes. I, who fucking knows? <laughs> I, oh, it, that's yeah. great. So those are our Patreon. Thank you guys very much. I fucking love you guys. Yeah, you guys. I You're did the, not expect this at all. No. Oh, he said, "I'm finally on nerds." <laughs> yeah. So we've gotten a few more um, Patreon suggestions. So okay. we're going to be doing those. Okay. Um, a big one I know that people are asking for is Adnan Saeed. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, it's 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 an interesting case. I'll Maybe that'll that. be our that could next, be our Patreon. Yeah, that'll how about be that? Our next All Patreon. right, well that'll be our Patreon. Um, but you guys for real are like the shit. Mm-hmm. I really love you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. One correction too. Um, I got notified uh, for GalaxyCon, so the times did change. So now Friday and Saturday, the first and the second, both nights we're going to be on at 7 15 p.m instead of i think saturday we were originally scheduled for like six i think so yeah but now we're we're on both days at 7 15 right and so. okay so here's the deal guys we're bringing jacks but if you guys are coming we're making this fucking pub crawl happen. Yeah, Jamie will go. And I just learned um, of a couple bars out in Columbus where there's a true crime case tied in. Mm. But their names are fucking glorious. And I, for the life of me, can't remember them. Yeah. Um, but now I know of bars in Columbus we can go to. Well, there you go. Yes. So I will go. Yeah, I'll stay home or stay back. In Mark the hotel. can stay back in the hotel. Yeah. And we're going. There you so, go. So, just saying. Throwing it out there. Okay. I wish I could remember the fucking... Oh, my God. So, what, what case today? <clears throat> today we are doing Pamela Smart. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Murder and heavy metal. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not really... Slayer. But it's not heavy metal. I kind of giggle when they... 
classified as that because really it's Van Halen. Oh, that's, yeah. come on. <laughs> You're like, fuck, man. Uh, I was uh, thinking Slayer, Megadeth. Oh, my God. I fucking hate all that. <laughs> I know. I uh, the only it. one I like is the... Um, Slipknot, Corey Taylor. Yes. Jesus, fuck, man. Read me a bedtime story. Yeah. For real. When he's got his other band, Stone yes. Sour. Yeah, he's he's amazing. I forgot that was the name of it. That's the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, am I thinking of... No, you're. It's that's him. Corey Sound of Taylor. Silence? Oh, yeah, that's no. Disturbed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm thinking of Disturbed, I think. Oh, yeah. That guy. David Draymond. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, but no, Stone Sour is pretty fucking phenomenal, too. Yeah, So Corey Taylor. Yep. All, All right. right, so we're doing... Uh... Hit me with it, Mama. All right. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Jesus, Buff. <clears throat> Do you need mouth-to-mouth? Oh, my God. I yelled Jesus, Mary, and Joseph for some reason the other day at work, and someone's yeah. like, you sound like my mom. And then Craig's like, who's going on ambulance, whatever? And I was like, Jesus, Mary, fucking Joseph. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Funny. It was funnier when it happened. Yeah. Had to be there, babe. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Pamela Ann Wojas was born on August 16th, 1967, to parents John and Linda in Wyndham, New Hampshire. The family, including older sister Elizabeth and younger brother John, moved to Miami, Florida shortly after uh, Pam was born. But when she was in the eighth grade, her dad decided that it was time to get away from the increasing violence in Miami. So they moved back to Derry, New Hampshire. Pamela went to high school at Pinkerton Academy. She was a popular student who made the honor roll every year. And she was a cheerleader obsessed with Van Halen. She even had vanity plates that said Halen. Are are you going to just ball that fucking paper towel in the microphone up or what are you doing? Sorry. Guys, for real. Trying to pick my nose. Come get your boy. (laughs) So after graduating high school, Pamela enrolled at Florida State University to pursue a degree in communications. Uh, during college, she entered, excuse me, interned at a local TV news station and had her own college radio show called Metal Madness, which focused on her love of heavy metal music, which again, I question because I don't really think that's, you know, Van Halen. Uh, um, I guess at the, the t- that at the time. time yeah. yeah. All right. So she would write in her yearbook that her life's ambition was to, quote, dance the night away with David Lee Roth. Yeah, I know. He's gross. She also had ambitions to have a career in television. Uh, She was a promotions director for that radio station, or excuse me, the TV news, and she handed out backstage passes to bands such as Scorpions and Whitesnake. Uh, Quote, I went backstage with everybody. I was the woman with all the goods. She aspired to be tossed around. (laughs) Probably. So she aspired to be a features reporter, a Barbara Walters, if you will. She's still alive, right? Barbara Walters? Yeah, I think. Right? Ooh, that's a good question. I think she is. Yeah. I mean, after Betty White, why why keep track? I'm going to Google it because I don't know now. So, while home on Christmas break in 1986, Pamela met a man by the name of Gregory Smart. Now, his name is spelled with two G's and it pisses me off. I don't know why. It just Mm. does. 
So he was born on September 4th, 1965 in Nassau, New Hampshire, and they were at a New Year's Eve party. God, Barbara Walters is 93. Yeah, I could see that. So she's not dead. She's not dead, but she's 93. Holy shit. So, um... So what pisses you off now? His name is spelled with two Gs. What is it? Gregory. Yeah, why is it two Gs? It's not Greg Gory. It should be Greg Ori. Yeah. I mean, whatever, to each his own. Why it bothers me so much, I don't know. But it it does. It does. Uh, So they started seriously and exclusively dating in February of 1987. They bonded over their love of heavy metal. He had long hair and the punk style. Yeah. He looks like um, Bon Jovi, like early day Bon Jovi. Nice. So, uh, with like the feathered hair and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. During her junior year of college, uh, Greg took advantage of Pam's dad being an airline pilot pilot, and would fly back and forth from New Hampshire to Florida to see her all the time. Uh, Eventually, he just moved to Florida to stay with Pam for her senior year. After Pam graduated with a degree in communications, the couple moved back to New Hampshire, settling in Derry. Greg bought Pam a dog that she named Halen. Oh. Yeah, it was a little shit dog. Was it? Yeah. Uh, They were then married uh, in May of 1990. I'm pretty sure I meant to write it down, and I didn't. I'm pretty sure it was May 7th, 1990. Good job. Um, Her mother had told her about a position as a media services director for 11 schools in southeastern New Hampshire. Hmm. Uh, So she would work for the school district. She would manage the video libraries and write news stories for the schools about the schools. Very exciting. Yeah, it sounds like it. So <clears throat> she tried really to break out in modeling and then tried to get a job in TV. She be be on the news and mm-hmm. it just didn't really work out for her. So um Greg ended up taking a job as an insurance salesman. He cut his hair and started dressing uh I wrote all straight laced and Pam was not fucking happy. No. She did not like it. I mean, Pam, you had shoulder pads for fucking days. What's the difference? Right. Jesus Christ. The, the shoulder pads then. Fuck. Oh. Did your mom wear shoulder pads? Oh, fucking A right she did. Like this, it, it was like you just buy mm-hmm. a fucking styrofoam cup. Throw yeah. it in there. It's so weird. That was the thing. Your mom is so little over her shoulder pads. I can't even imagine that. She did though. Um, So some sources state that uh, Pamela said the marriage was a happy one. Uh, others, however, say that cracks started um, to show very early on. Shortly after they got married, Pamela became the director of media services at a New Hampshire school district that included, <laughs> I don't know how to say this and it's going to sound bad, Winniconet, Winniconet, in New Hampshire. Mm. Win- it's spelled Winniconet. <clears throat> Just an FYI. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now they both have adult jobs, living in a rented condo near his parents' home, and his mom helped him decorate. But they have bills and like, Oh, yeah. You're only going to be fucking adults. They would take weekend trips to Atlantic City, where they frequented the Trump Casino. Mm -hmm. Uh, But marriage and all the adult shit that goes along with it didn't seem to suit Pamela. She missed the days of rock shows and parties, uh, which Greg had now replaced with a short haircut and suits. Womp womp. Yeah. Uh, mm, I'm sorry. Uh, Greg made the situation worse when less than a year into their marriage, he came home one night. And confessed to Pamela that he had had a one-night stand. Ooh, yikes. She would say, quote, I thought there was something wrong with me, and I wasn't good enough. 
Hurt and needing to be distracted, Pamela threw herself into her work as the media director. Um, but that's the closest she got to a career in TV yeah. and in media. Um, she was the media coordinator for all these schools, but it wasn't exactly her life's ambition. It's a job, though. Yeah, it is. It's a job. Um, <clears throat> so she decided to volunteer as a facilitator for a school program called Project Self-Esteem. Uh, this is a project geared towards keeping high school students away from drugs. This was when, like, the big, like, dare yeah, and dare. Yeah. pot was going to kill you. Oh, and, yeah. Good Lord. I remember. Especially in a Catholic school. Oh, oh, my, oh my, my God. I can't even fucking imagine. We had officers come to the school, and I don't know if they still do that. I know our town didn't have dare. But uh, we had dare in middle school. Maybe even... Yeah. Elementary school. I know they would bring the dogs into the high school every once in a while to sniff, and the fucking driver's ed teacher would panic. But what's the difference between elementary? Because like going to a oh Catholic yeah, yours school, are different, and like out here one they're through different. Eight is just no. You're going so you're going to grade school. Even out here, so even this, even Troy School District is different. They do kindergarten to fourth. Okay. And then they have intermediate, which is fifth and sixth, and then middle school, which is seventh and eighth. Yeah, see, now where Catholic, I grew up, Catholic school, just it's different, one, yeah. one through eight, you're in grade school. See, now, where I grew up, though, it was elementary school was kindergarten through fifth, and then you did middle school, sixth through eighth, and then you did high school. That's too much to remember. It's more to remember out here. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, yeah. We, we had an officer that came to school and... Yeah, we all did. did. the whole fucking nine yards. This is your brain. It's yeah, your brain on drugs. That yeah, was the exactly. big commercial when we were kids. Yeah. Like, the older we get, though, and the more we see these people on drugs, I mean, they really weren't wrong. They weren't wrong. They were pretty spot on with yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty spot on. Yeah. So. But if you use drugs the way they're supposed to be, hey, they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they help me out. Yeah, but you're not smoking crack. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but if you ask somebody who smokes crack, they think it's pretty good. Right. Just saying. Right. I, you never know. Hmm. I've seen a lot of crackheads in my day. I've seen a lot of crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> They're very honest, though. They are. I'll, I'll give you that. They're, I had a lot of snitches that were crackheads. Oh, we wouldn't. I Obviously, I didn't get all the snitches, but you get the guys with the chest pain. And I'm like, well, why is your chest hurt? Mm-hmm. Man, I've been smoking crack for three days. Okay. Yep. It's a pretty good reason. Mm-hmm. Or, listen, if you were going to shoot up right this second, where would you go? <laughs> right. Show me where to start this IV on you. How about that? <laughs> yep. And they do, you know? So, yeah. but then you get the ones like they have the desired effect of marijuana and they panic. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel all weird and floaty. Sir, you're supposed to. That's the point of it. That's the point. You're not enjoying this. Right. Sit back and relax. <laughs> Just saying. Just um, let things go. Uh, never mind. Um, so all incoming freshmen were actually required to participate in this program. Um, amongst the, the teacher facilitators, there were student volunteers. Uh, Pamela befriended some of the students at the program meetings. One of them was Cecilia Pierce, and actually her and Pamela would become very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, at this time, Pamela's only, she's 22. Yeah. So she's not realistically she's not that much older than they are inappropriate yes you're a teacher you're not supposed to be doing that but there's not that big of an age difference so and men like maturity wise they were pretty spot on yeah so 
Um, they were hanging out outside of school and referred to each other as best friends. Eventually, Cecilia became Pamela's intern in the media department. Uh, through Cecilia, Pam met 15-year-old sophomore William Billy Flynn, who also volunteered for the program. Uh, Billy also loved heavy metal. He played guitar, had long hair. He was tall and lanky and wore an earring. Ooh, rebel. Yeah, apparently that was the thing. Mm-hmm. So she she said um, that he, he was like the um, 15-year-old version of her husband when she met her husband. Wow. So... Um, <clears throat> Pam would later state that, um, oh, yeah, I did see that. Uh, Pamela would later state it was pretty soon after meeting them that she started feeling a connection with Billy. Uh, The three were soon inseparable, both in and out of school. And um, they said, like, Cecilia and Billy weren't super popular. Um, Cecilia was from Seabrook, which was kind of talked down upon. Oh, good, you're answering that. Thank you. Yeah. it was like the wrong side of the tracks kind of thing. Mm, yeah. yeah. So um, so these three decided to enter a contest. They were going to film a commercial about orange juice to win a trip to Disney World. <laughs> uh, this allowed them to spend copious amounts of time together outside of school. It was the worst commercial fucking ever. <laughs> ever. And I didn't even see the video part of it. I just listened. Terrible. Oh, boy. So, Cecilia would eventually tell Pam that um, Billy liked her. Like, liked her, liked her. You know? Liked her. Oh, liked her. Uh, She was smitten and referred to him as a young Paul McCartney. Mm. Which, I don't find the fascination with that either. Um, So, Pamela Pamela would later um, say that she tried to impress Billy with her knowledge of heavy metal. She would drive them around and they would all hang out at her condo when... Uh, Greg with two G's was out of town. Greg with two G's. That's what I'm going to call him now. Two um, G's Greg. In in February, it's like Sheboygan Steve, you know. Um, in February of 1990, the relationship changed. Um, she approached Billy. Oh, so I guess they weren't married in 1990. They had to have been married before that. Yeah. Or this was February 91. Good job, babe. I probably wrote the date wrong. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. So, um... She approached Billy and said, do you think about me? Because I think about you all the time. Do people really say shit like that? I don't know. I, I, I don't babe, say shit If you would have said like that to that. me, I'd be like, but what? Uh, Are you having a stroke? I think about you. What's wrong you. with you? That's weird. I think about yeah, you. Yeah, like that's the vibe I get. Like, mm-hmm. I can see you when you're sleeping. Like, really? I'm watching you. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, the two actually, from this point on, have separate stories about who pursued who. And what actually took place behind closed doors, who started what. Yeah. Uh, one night, though, Pamela invited Cecilia and Billy to her condo to watch movies. Uh, they rented a ton of movies, including Nine and a Half Weeks. Oh, that was a f- fun movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. It was fun. Do you know what? I don't think you've seen it. I have. I think you're lying. With uh, Hugh Grant? No, no, baby. That's oh. nine and a half months. Oh. Yeah. Whoops. No. Yeah. I figured you hadn't seen it, so I wrote down a description. What is it, then? Uh, quote, 
two strangers, Wall Street Trader and Art Gallery Assistant Elizabeth, become uh, involved in a new relationship. What begins as a courtship through... What the fuck did I write? What begins as a courtship, though, becomes extremely sexual as John begins to push for a more daring and kinky scenario, including striptease and bondage. Yeah. Although their passion is strong... Elizabeth starts to realize that John is not sharing any part of his life besides sex. She must make a decision about what she wants from their relationship. Very appropriate movie to watch with a 15-year-old. I mean, obviously. You got my liking now. Jesus Christ, I didn't realize porn was a group activity. Um, I don't understand that. It can be. Um, I wrote, obviously appropriate for a 15-year-old. Right. Um, At some point during the movie... She gets up and asks Billy to come help her with something. Ooh. She leads him into the bedroom and sits him on the bed. Now this is like a porno. Yeah. She then blasts Van Halen and goes into the bathroom and comes out wearing lingerie. Oh. They then had sex for the first time. See, now why don't you do this to me? Why don't you lay me down on the bed, play Slayer? I was going to say, I don't like Van Halen and I don't have fucking time. Play some Slayer and bang my brains out. Okay. Oh my god. I don't I don't think you want me to respond to that. So I love you. Yeah. So this was the first real contact that Billy had ever had with a woman. Okay. He touched a booby. Boobs. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so now after this, she starts making random offhanded comments about killing her husband. <laughs> Like, oh, just throws it in the middle of the conversation. Oh, that's we should, nice. We should kill Greg with two G's. <laughs> so for two today's G's homework... Greg. Two yeah. G's Greg is going to be dead. So, the, <laughs> you're so clever. <laughs> wow. So the comments increased with time um, until she finally stopped just beating around the bush and told Billy uh, Greg was in the way. And the only way that they could be together was if Greg was out of the way. Uh, he mistreats her and that to Pamela divorce was not an option because if they got divorced Greg with two G's would get the condo the furniture and the dog and Pam just wasn't having it yeah she ain't having it you ain't taking Halen no fuck that Mm -hmm. Um, fuck that yo Cecilia's now downstairs watching this fucking NC-17 movie by herself Right. poor thing Pam asked her to take the dog out because, you know, she's her bitch, apparently. And after a couple hours, Cecilia's like, motherfucker, these two still are not downstairs. Yeah. They were still upstairs. And Cecilia walked in on them. Ooh. Yeah. And the dog just lays down on all the poster board right, and babe. ruins it all. It's been ruined. You know, whatever. God, I'm so fucking thirsty. Thirsty, girl. Thirsty. Yeah. All right. So... <clears throat> Cecilia would later say that it all happened so gradually, she didn't really realize how fucked up it all was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took her even longer to realize that she was their cover. Ooh. Yeah, ding dong. What did you fucking think? They liked hanging out with you? Right. Yeah. So, um, Cecilia really couldn't pinpoint specific times that Pamela would say she wanted her husband killed. Uh, it was just such a random, nonchalant part of the conversation. It just became the norm. So, but it eventually... I could see that happening with you. What? <laughs> Me talking about killing you? 
me. Just randomly. Uh, I need to get some oatmeal um, at Jewel's and then throw Mark in the pond. I was going to say, I already <laughs> do. I know. I know you There's do. nothing provoking. It, it just, you know, whatever. Just depends on the day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> when I drive you crazy. Oh my fucking God, guys. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the time. Hey, you married I me. Wanted to punch you in the fucking face the other day. Why? What did I do? Oh my god! So Mark has this little thing. Uh, side note, sorry. Where he tends to go, babe. Do you, do you need help with the laundry? Like you can get oh, upstairs yeah, to I do know. it, or do you need help with the? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Dishes? That's my sign that it's uh, time to do the dishes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have to fucking ask me if I need help, they should have been done already. Yeah, I know. So, um, I would like to point out that Mark can reach the sink and the fucking dishwasher in his wheelchair. But no. After four days of complete shit, he decides to call me at work to tell me, you know, could we, like, we, he always says we, Try not to like pile the dishes so high in well, the sink. You know what fucked me I'm up? Why I couldn't do fucking it? Fucking kill you. You know why I couldn't do it though? I don't care. Jax's fake blood that he made. I don't. Your mom told him how to make fake blood uh-huh. for his costume, and it worked great. Yeah, it worked great, but it was all over the fucking sink. And while I'm like sitting in my wheelchair, I have to put my hands up on the sink. Yeah. I I. I Babe, I couldn't do it. I'm hearing nothing but fucking excuses. Oh my god, here we go. What? I'd be covered with the fucking blood. The fake blood. It was Halloween. Go with it. Oh my god. Mm. Okay. So this is why I randomly nonchalantly bring up pushing you in the fucking pond. See? There was a point to all that. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Wash a dish. <laughs> Make me a sandwich. So, um, it eventually got to the point that Pamela told Billy no more sex until uh, the Greg situation was taken care of. Ooh, that's harsh. Yeah. Now, per Pamela, she felt guilty the entire time. Quote, every day I would say, I'm not going to do this anymore. And the next day I was doing it again. She claims she eventually broke things off with Billy and told Greg with two G's about the affair. He forgave her and they moved on. That is um, what we call horseshit. Yeah. Yeah, that did not happen. Right. Not even a little bit. So, Billy would later tell a newspaper, quote, I did it for Pam. I loved her, and she told me that she was, she told me that that was the only way that we could be together. So, he was going to do it. Mm. Baby, more girls will take their pants off for you. Oh, yeah. It's okay. What are you doing, dude? I don't know girls so he recruited his friends patrick pete randall vance jr latme jr and vance i like that and raymond fuller so pamela would constantly discuss plans for the murder including repeatedly going over how to react after the murder like how she would react when she was told yeah 
Uh, the only thing that they could initially agree on was that it would take place at their condo. Okay. Now, these boys weren't really from the best of neighborhoods, but they weren't shithead kids either. Like, they were just good kids. Yeah. You know, they weren't they weren't causing trouble. None of them had records, nothing like that. So, right. um, so Billy and his friends decided that they were going to stab Greg. Jeez. That's how they were going to kill him. Uh, but Pam put the kibosh on that because uh, he would bleed too much and stain her white leather furniture. Oh, such a shame. I know. Leather furniture fucking sucks, by the way. And yeah, how do you get white? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of leather. <laughs> I wrote, who the fuck buys white leather furniture? Unless you're rich. <laughs> I, and yeah. even then. But Jesus. I, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of the, the if leather. If I'm buying something, I want to be able to sit on it. Yeah. Not and, slide off of it. And not stick to it. Yeah. Oh, God, that's the worst. So they finally decided that they were going to make the murder look like a robbery gone wrong. Pamela and Billy, which by the way never works. Uh, Pamela and Billy started making plans, talking about it all the time, even uh, once being overheard by Cecilia. Cecilia panicked and went to an adult she knew. However, the adult told her uh, it probably wasn't real. They didn't really think it was going to be a murder um, being plotted. And, you know, it's cool, Cecilia. Nothing will happen. Oh, good job. Yeah, thank you. Good job telling an adult. Thank you, adult. (laughs) Thank you, adult. See, we're just as fucking stupid. I don't know why they tell kids to come to us. Right. We're going to give you a dumber answer than you could come up with. Right. Yep. I'm just saying. Oh, God. So the details got hammered out. Pam would leave the bulkhead door to the basement open so the boys could get in. Uh, They were to park their car in the shopping center behind the building and then change into dark clothes and wear gloves. Pamela told them to ransack the condo, take whatever you want um, for compensation, basically. But don't make too big of a mess. So they did have a failed attempt and one fuck up. There was an April night where Billy and his friend Raymond drove to drove Pamela's car to her condo. Because that's not going to be noticed. Right, right. Why, why is this bitch's car driving down the street when she's home? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Neighbors are nosy. Like Neighbors wh- are very Why nosy. people don't take that into account, I right. don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. You better fucking believe if one of our neighbors was pulling some shit like that. I'd be able to tell you what oh, yeah. the fucking word what was going on. You're exactly Come right. Come on now. Yep. Everybody got them ring cameras. Mm-hmm. You better watch your shit. Uh, so this plan was quickly aborted when they saw that Greg with 2G's truck was parked in the driveway. Uh, so this is when Billy recruited Pete Randall and Vance Latham. Uh, he told them Pamela would pay them $500 each after the murder actually happened. Jeez. Guys, do you know how quick $500 is gone? That's nothing. That's like a trip to the grocery store and a tank of gas. Yeah. That is a tank of gas. Yeah, right nowadays? Fuck. So Vance, the team, he supplied the gun. His father's thirty-eight caliber revolver. Mm-hmm. I believe it was a snub-nose. Um, and the getaway car, which was Grandma's car. Which was a bright yellow car. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys are SMRT. Yeah. yeah. So Pamela came up with a, a rule list. <laughs> Number one, leave the lights off while you're waiting. <laughs> Leaving a light on could signify to Greg that I keep going to say Craig because that's what I say all day. Yeah. Um, to Greg, something was wrong, prompting him, prompting him to call the authorities. Rule number one, there is no fight club. Yeah. And in my notes, I wrote. Or he'll think you're home, dipshit. Right. Try that. Uh, make sure Halen is safe. Keep him in the basement so he doesn't get scared. Hmm. 
That's okay, sweet. I get it. It's yeah. a dog, you know. Uh, use a gun because it's the least messy. It is? I, according to her. Huh. Uh, it, it wasn't, by the way. No. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, maybe a rope? <laughs> so, um, Greg was to be killed immediately upon entering the condo, as if surprised by burglars. Because they're so smart. Mm-hmm. So, they all decided that this was going to take place on May 1st, uh, which was six days before their first wedding anniversary. Oh, jeez. Yeah. For real. Cunt bag. So, however, that afternoon, Billy called Pamela to tell her that the ride they had uh, that was going to pick them up to get Granny's getaway car had bailed on them. So now they don't have a ride to get to the yellow car. Wah, wah. Yeah. So Pamela drove them there. Oh, good job. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? I'm going to drive you in my car to the bright yellow Granny getaway car. Right, right. Cool. And then she was to go to a school board meeting. Okay. Hmm. Which, okay. Yeah. Except she didn't drop the boys off. Like, the boys didn't get to her condo until 8.30. What fucking school board meeting is this? It's going until 8.30. Yeah, no And where the fuck is Greg that he is still working? Right. (laughs) What kind of insurance are you selling? Right. (laughs) Like, if I worked for a school and they're like, cool, we have a school board meeting at 8.30? Awesome. No. I'll listen to it tomorrow. Thanks. I'll get to it later. 8.30? fucking Jesus. No, there's no fucking way. Yeah. So then <laughs> Billy drove Pamela, you know, to the school board meeting. Because mm. why not drop her off and yeah. yeah, let everybody see her. And then they drove Granny's uh, getaway car back to Seabrook. Good job. Yeah. So the three met up and they picked up Raymond and drove to Pamela's. Vance and Raymond waited in the car and parked at the shopping center while Billy and Pete went into Pamela's condo entering through the open basement door at approximately 8.30. Uh, The boys proceeded to ransack the upstairs and downstairs at Pamela's instruction, uh, filling a pillowcase with jewelry. Now, it must be noted that multiple people that saw Pamela on that day noticed that she was wearing a shit ton of expensive jewelry. Yeah. Like Mr. T. Because she didn't want it stolen. Oh, my God. Idiot. (laughs) I... Weren't they giving you back? Oh, no, they were taking it for compensation. I would have been like, you throw that shit in a fucking pillowcase and put it in my closet. Put, yeah. Fuck faces. It, I'm going to exactly. give you your $500. Right. Don't take my shit. What and you know it was all fuck? gold back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> again, I comment, it's late for a meeting. And for an insurance guy, what the fuck is Greg is with two G's doing? Yeah. What? Like, I I don't think our insurance guy would be awake at 830. I don't think so. Hmm. So they weren't waiting super long when Greg pulled into the driveway. Greg walked through the front door, calling for the dog. And when Greg closed the door, one of the boys attacked him from behind and the other from the stairs. The two overtook him and forced him to his knees at gunpoint. They demanded his wallet, which he easily gave up, and then demanded his wedding ring, which Greg said he couldn't give them because his wife would kill him. Hmm. Well? Hmm. This is a pickle. Mm, yeah. It is. So Pete held Greg down and Billy pressed the gun to his head. Uh, some sources say that Pete had a knife to his throat. Not quite certain. Yeah. Uh, Billy then said, quote, God help me, turned his head and pulled the trigger. Uh, what do I always say? That's what pisses me off. Don't turn your head, you fucking coward. Yeah. Look at me. Look at what you're doing. Look at me. Oh, my God. So then they ran to uh, Granny's getaway car and drove off. Pamela arrived home at 10.10. See? 10.10 for a school board meeting? 
That's way too late. Parked in the garage and went through the front door. When she turned on the light, she saw Greg lying in a pool of blood. She immediately turned around, running to multiple neighbors' houses, banging on doors. Two neighbors called 911 after hearing her yell, quote, help my husband, my husband. Uh, one of those neighbors let Pamela into the house and then called 911. And there's, you can hear the 911 call. Um, the dispatcher's trying to get information and all Pamela could say was he was passed out. He needed medical help and he was passed out. Oh, uh, he's more than that. Very like, meh, meh. Like she didn't, whatever. Yeah. She didn't do, she didn't plan out her reaction very well. Yeah. So, yeah. Police Yikes. and EMS arrived on scene and Greg was pronounced dead at 1119, which that's quite some time. I just realized that that's like an hour. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, if. Yeah. Yeah. Call in the corner. Guess, yeah. And, yeah. So this was actually the first homicide of the year for Derry. Uh, the lack of murders didn't seem to matter because Captain. What the fuck is his name? I don't know. America. Oh, Loring. Loring. Something. Jackson. Determined pretty quickly that this did not look like a burglary gone wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, The clothes tossed by the closet and the stereo equipment placed by the door appeared to be staged. Uh, Greg also was still wearing his diamond wedding band and had his wallet under his body. Guys, come on. Idiots. There was no, uh, he would go on to say, quote, no signs of a struggle. Burglars usually don't fight. They don't pack guns. There were red flags all over the place. Jackson was also taken aback by Pamela's behavior at the scene. She was very eager to immediately sit down with police and immediately stated that, uh, excuse me, immediately started saying that this was a burglary gone wrong. How the fuck does she know? She's she's very smart. Okay. He said, quote, cold, calculating, manipulative, self-centered, and totally unfeeling for anybody but herself. Yeah. Uh, I said as much as she planned out her reaction, it still came off as shit. Yeah. Um... She kept referring to Greg as the body. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) When they finally allowed her back in the house to grab some belongings, she walked into the door, and obviously his body had been moved. Mm -hmm. This bitch walked right through the fucking bloodstains all over the carpet. Like, if anything, you're tracking that shit through the house, first of all, but just walked right right the fuck through it. Whatever. To the point the cops were like, what? What What is she doing? What? What are you? T- it's not like it's not noticeable, right? You know, it's not like a fucking ice cube that melted, right? Jesus. So, um, you know, everyone grieves and reacts differently in this situation, but this was still uh pretty odd. A little suspicious. Yeah, her demeanor was oddly detached, uh, especially for a newlywed days before her first anniversary. Mm-hmm. This also looked more like an execution than a robbery gone wrong, but. Pamela was getting the TV attention that she wanted. She was constantly on the news, giving reports, and would say, quote, some jerk, some drug addict, uh, a person looking for a quick 10 bucks. Wouldn't they have taken his wallet then? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Go figure. So she's on the fucking news, and she gets this brilliant fucking idea to, like, try and run the news story. Wouldn't it be just... Fabulous. If you guys got a shot of me taking our wedding cake out of the freezer and eating it alone. God, this chick. Ma'am. Oh. Babe. 
I tell you. So a couple weeks after the murder, police got an anonymous tip through a phone call. Uh, Detective Dan Peltier, I believe, stated the caller said, quote, Pamela Smart was actually involved in the planning of the murder of her husband. Uh, And during that same telephone conversation, the caller named Cecilia Pierce as a confidant. Uh, Winnicott High School was going crazy with rumors, obviously. Um, On June 10th of 1991, Vance Latimer's friend Ralph Welch went to his parents to tell them a story. He said that Vance and Patrick Randall admitted to him that they were involved in the murder of Greg Smart because 15-year-old boys can't fucking not talk. Keep your mouth shut. Um, Vance also told Ralph that they used his dad's 38 caliber snub nose and that he still had it. Mm. So uh, when all of this got back to Vance Sr., he checked all of his guns and found that the 38 snub nose had been recently cleaned and not by him. Mm. He brought it right to the police. Good job, Took sir. it right into the police. He's like, I didn't fucking do this. Mm. I'm pretty sure my kid did. And here's the fucking gun. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's a better man than me. Yep. So police then brought um, Cecilia in for questioning the next day on June 11th. Um, She was initially reluctant to cooperate. She really looked up to Pam and considered her a friend, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So the police then put out a news story that they are going to make an arrest and it's going to be a female. She assumes it was her. Yeah. So uh, the detective stated, quote, it was an... um, What did I write there? I don't know. It was a made-up story, but it ended up helping us immensely. Cecilia Pierce now had so much pressure on her that she thought she was going to be arrested. She decided that she should cooperate with the police. She began to sing like a fucking canary. She gave up everything. Name, dates, details, the whole kit and caboodle. So they then convinced her to wear a wire. Um... However, the sound quality was pretty shitty for the phones. They were holding up a recorder. Yeah. Uh, Prosecutor Paul uh, Maggiato said, quote, When we first listened to the tapes, they were difficult to hear. We recorded it through speakerphone to a handheld recorder. I would have done it differently. It wasn't the best conditions, but the tapes speak for themselves. Cecilia would ask Pamela why she didn't just get a divorce, and Pamela said that everything was fine until, quote, they told Ralph. One recording caught Pamela saying, uh, quote, if you tell the fucking truth, you'll send me to the slammer for the rest of my life. Who talks like that, by the way? If you tell the truth, you're going to be an accessory to murder. And then she said that none of this would have happened if the boys would have taken care of Greg in their first attempt. That probably sealed the deal for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She never really indicates that she had anything to do with it. And Kind of tries to play it off that she didn't know anything about it until she starts making these fucking comments, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, Cecilia did admit to the police that she she knew the plot to kill Greg, which made her an accessory. So in exchange for immunity, that's why she wore the wire, because I would get her off. Um, They coached Cecilia on what to say. And then Pam turned around and also coached Cecilia on what to say, telling her, quote, you'd be better off lying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, at this point, the police think that they have enough, and on August 1st, um, Detective Dan uh, Petlier went to Pam's office at the high school, and he said, quote, I have good news, and I have bad news. The good news is, is that we've solved the murder of your husband. 
The bad news is, is that you're under arrest. Ah, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what for? What? And he says, first degree murder. Yeah. She ended up getting charged with conspiracy to commit first degree murder, being an accomplice to first degree murder, and witness tampering. Nice. Uh, Billy, Peter, Vance, and a fourth boy were arrested and charged with second degree murder. They all pled, pled guilty, and they all agreed to testify against Pamela. Nice. Um, Billy was quite the effective witness. He was quiet and sometimes sobbing, and said that he would never have done anything like this if Pamela didn't ask. Pamela then took the stand, and she tried to say that um, Billy acted alone. Oh, yeah. Come on. This fucking little... You should see this little boy, baby. Yeah. He didn't He didn't do nothing right. alone. I'm surprised he fucking pee alone. Right. Like, there's no way. <laughs> so, um, the boys were actually sentenced to... So, Billy and Randall were sentenced to 40 years. Yeah. Um, And they were granted parole in 2015. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Vladimir, who drove the getaway car, uh, was paroled in 2005. Mm. Um. And Pamela Smart is pissed. She's like, they're probably at the beach right now living the high life. They probably are. They probably are, dummy. Yeah. You're the adult here. You fucking planned what this. What did she get? She got life. Good. I, I don't know why I Good. don't have that. Um, so she's now, just now starting to come out and say that she is partly responsible. That if she wouldn't have had the affair, that Greg with two Gs probably would still be alive. Mm-hmm. Well, duh. You fucking dummy. Yeah. You're the one who, you know, instigated this shit. Right. So, <clears throat> um, hang on. I'm pretty sure she got life without uh, parole. parole. Yeah. She wears her hair all stupid now, which, I mean, whatever. She's in prison. What can Still she do? Feathered. You know, now it's like curled, but like, sweetie, separate the curls. You're not going to homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, so on March 22nd, 1991, the jury found Pamela Smart guilty of witness tampering, conspiracy to commit murder, and being an accomplice to first-degree murder. Nice. Uh, The judge sentenced the 23-year-old to spend the rest of her life in jail. Hmm. Mm. She's so sad. That's what you get, bitch. She kept saying, um, like, if I look backwards, instead of, like, if I look in the past, like, her interviews bother me. Her voice is, um, it, it makes me want to fucking stab my ear with a fucking ice pick. Mm. It's very high pitched. It's yeah. very like kid like. Your phone is blowing up. I know. It's, it's the Daily D. Uh. Yeah. So she is petitioning still to get out. Um, and the judge still continues to basically tell her to. Deny it. Yeah, to get <laughs> fucked. Um, she did, however, uh, get her ass beat in prison good in october of 1996 uh she was beaten to the point that she needed a plastic plate inserted to the left side of her face damn um they accused her of snitching about their relationship Mm -hmm. she probably did yeah see snitches really do get stitches and a fucking metal plate you fuck around enough damn Mm mm-hmm so she's been moved a couple times to you know, for, from prison to prison because yeah. of this. So all of her appeals at this point uh, have been denied. Um, prior to her federal appeal, she had existed all judicial appeals at the state level. Uh, and in July 2005, the New Hampshire Executive Council unanimously denied a pardon request for any conditions the governor may seek to impose. <laughs> wow. 
Uh, she indicated after that in an interview that she was afraid of growing old and dying in prison. Oh, and so she would have sorry. rather been given the death penalty. Oh, so sad. You're, oh, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible, Pamela. What is wrong? So now, this is uh, allegedly... There is a movie loosely based off of this, mm-hmm. and I cannot think of the name of the movie, but I have seen it. Uh, oh. To Die For, that's what it's called, with Nicole Kidman. Okay. Have you ever seen it? No. You gotta see it. It's not loosely fucking based on it. It's, it's based on it. Is it? Yeah, it's um, Nicole Kidman and Matt Dillon. He's the husband. And then oh, Joaquin, really? yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is Billy. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is playing me? Hell yeah. I am going to have to watch mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's good. Wow, okay. So, uh, Little Miss Ice Princess is what mm. she is called in, in the papers. And uh, she's going to rot in prison. Good, where she belongs. So that is the story of uh, Pamela Smart. Pamela and not so now, smart. Right. Oh! oh my God. The boys ended up spending about 25 years in prison. Yeah. Uh, before they got out. So she yeah. is now 54-ish. Mm-hmm. Still in prison. Good. You're gonna die in there. It's where she belongs. I mean, what did you think was gonna fucking happen? Yeah. She she thinks that because she didn't pull the trigger, that she should get oh, out sooner. Sweetie, it okay. doesn't work like no. that. They wouldn't have pulled the trigger if it wasn't for you. If it, exactly. Dummy. Exactly. So that is a uh, that's Pamela Smart. That was good. Yeah. That was a good episode sixty nine. Mm. No, that was good. That was a good one. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So now uh, we'll do Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good. It'll be good. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I think it will be. I think there's a lot of stuff that people I didn't know mm-hmm. researching it. Um, do you know they stole donkeys? God, yeah. The movie on Netflix. Um, there's a Bonnie and Clyde movie. Yeah. Oh. With um. Jesus, Kevin Costner and oh, oh. the Lawman, I think it's called. Oh, okay. And Woody Harrelson. Uh, why do they're, I not like? I they're the two Texas Rangers. Oh, that, I thought he would have been Clyde. Oh no, it was it was excellent. Yeah, it oh, was so excellent. Okay. Yeah. So and then we'll do Adnan Saeed for uh, Patreon. Yep. And since we didn't bring it up before, um, do. Our listeners are the fucking best. Oh, yeah. So they made the arrest in Delphi. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have not had a chance to go through everything that yeah. I want to go through. The press conference wasn't that great. Was it my guy, though, that gave it? The the one I want to hug? I believe so, because he was almost in tears. Oh, good. So I don't know if they've released the connection no, How? they okay. haven't. They, they barely They're not releasing anything? Uh, yeah, anything. The one thing is, so there's a picture of him yeah. with his poster that? behind his fucking head. Yeah. Who's the woman? I think that's his wife. Okay. And people Why are like... Why the fuck do they have that hung up in the, I, in the house? It looks like an office almost, though. I don't it, know. It does. It does. But he lived... In Delphi. He lived yeah. 0.3 miles from them. So why wouldn't they have the po- We would have the poster on yeah. our fucking fridge. Think about it, you know? Yeah, true. So, you know, they, they take his picture and they put it over the initial bridge guy sketch. And that's when you're like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, because, you know, you can make anybody look however you oh, want yeah. him to look. But when they superimpose this picture on it, 
it's the same fucking eyes. Yeah. He's got them creepy fucking eyes. But I want to know the connection. Though. That's what I want to know. It's got to be something <clears throat> online. Because they it's not. Just, they didn't just meet this I dude. did. I did read something that there was speculation that he is possibly connected with the other ones, Keegan and his dad. He's and gotta be. he was using that page, Anthony Shots. Yeah. He's, so there's he's that. It's also, it, it's also very plausible with him being that close that he just, it was a crime of opportunity. Yeah. It's possible. I'm not saying it, that's what happened. It's possible. I'm saying it's possible. The, the odds of that, it just. But they definitely called it when they're like, he's local. He, yeah. he knows this fucking place. Well, they he's they local. knew from the beginning. Yeah. I'm telling you, they they had they knew this guy from yeah. the beginning. So I I'm very curious as to what the connection is. Yeah, um, I, am too. I did read though that the biggest thing that helped them catch this guy was Libby's video. Mm. Um, yeah, and with the sound, which means there's a lot more to that video. Oh yeah, than we thought. Which yeah, there is. We I mean, we, they only gave bits right, and pieces, which we kind of found out. And a lot of they they did say at one point um, during an interview, one of the prosecutors said that there was a significant amount of audio. Oh yeah, but that it appeared that Libby had stuck the phone in her pocket. Yeah. So there was really no video. But right. There was audio. Oh, there's more. There's more. They have more. Can you imagine? Like, so, but. I was in a meeting when they mm. made the arrest. Yeah. I didn't touch my phone for like an hour. Yeah. 77 messages mm-hmm. about the arrest. Yeah. 77 messages mm-hmm. from listeners, mostly mm-hmm. your sister. Yeah. One. Um, but mostly w- listeners. Yeah. We- within an hour of this guy being arrested, yeah, that's 77 awesome. of you guys. Reached out to tell me. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys are fucking amazing. That's insane. Yeah, that is pretty cool. But that's, I mean, it's the one case I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. I needed to know. I need to, I still, I need to know what the connection is. Yeah. I really like, I, I honestly will be surprised if it was a crime of opportunity. Because that's a big crime for a first timer. Oh, So yeah. there has to be more. And for him just, if it is a crime of opportunity... The odds for him to be there when they are, uh, it just... Well, that's why they call it a crime of opportunity. It, exactly. But it just... that That's why I think it's a little too much for But me. I mean, it, it may not be even internet. He could have just been watching them around town. You know? Yeah. There's the, we don't know. We, we don't know, we'll, obviously. We'll know, we'll know at, eventually. At his first hearing. Yeah. Yes. Um, but did you see that they have now sealed some of the records? Yeah. Fuck you. Stop. Yeah. I know. Stop sealing stuff. I know. I need this. I know. Why don't they understand that, babe? <laughs> it hurts my feelings. I'll send them a memo. Well, you should. <laughs> I feel like my wife could be a great fucking asset to you guys. Right. Just say it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I still have to go through and, and read everything, but I'm... Thrilled. I, I can't imagine what her family's, what their family oh, is feeling right it's now. It's got to be some relief. It's got to be so much because, I mean, there's no closure. Yeah. There's no closure. And, you know, some people say you're not going to get closure just because he's caught and whatever, but maybe you oh, would. It's, it's something. But now he's not out there. Right. He can't do it to somebody else because here's the thing do we know if he's done it to somebody else? No. Right. 
he could have done it. I mean, and I this is going to sound terrible, but I mean, it could have been a, a random... I highly doubt this was his first. There's no way this was his first. Right. With the way, I mean, the rumors of how their bodies were found, right. posed and everything like that, no. Yeah, I, I highly doubt. The big thing with posing is it generally escalates. The mm-hmm. posing escalates as the further they go. So, yeah. like, the more heinous the, the posing, like, the more likely it is that it's multiple Murders under their belt. And that's what I'd like to think that the police are doing, why they are keeping stuff Mm -hmm. so close to the vest, as you say. Because I I, I would like to think that they are looking at other murders, trying to link them up. It makes, when you stop and think about it, and you know, all this time people are like, just give us a little more. Give us a little nugget. Yeah. But now... It makes sense. If if they think, if they truly believe that this was not his first murder, which I don't think it was because it's so heinous, mm-hmm. they're keeping that oh, yeah. because they're going to compare it. Yeah. Now, multiple articles said that they left, that the killer at this scene, that there were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Signatures mm-hmm. that he left. Yeah. But they wouldn't say what, what they were yeah. or why they're calling them his signature moves. So he had to, they had to have found that at another scene Mm -hmm. in order for it to be considered his, his, his calling card or whatever. They had to have seen it somewhere else. Yeah. So, but it'll be interesting. A lot is going to be released at his first hearing. So, so I will do whether Mark's with me or not. I will do an update episode and get everything out there. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, so, because now I yeah. can actually, I have a few minutes to breathe. I can actually go through everything and right. read it. But he, I mean, they said he was going to look like every other fucking guy that walked and past you. And he does. Yeah, he does. He does. So. Yep. All right. Well, this was a good episode. And next will be Bonnie and Clyde. And I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be a good one. I think so. Um, yeah, that that movie on Netflix, law, I think it's called The Lawman. Okay, I'll have to um, look. It, it's excellent. Yeah. It, Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner do a, a great job. So we're going to do... We're gonna do what's the chick from Misery? Kathy Bates. She is the governor. Oh. She plays the governor of Texas. Okay. So... Do you know that they, um, Bonnie and Clyde, are, are robbed um, an Army National Guard? Post in Illinois. I don't know if I knew that. Huh. I'll learn you some stuff. Oh, that's um, what I like. Yeah. It was because when I heard that, I was like, wait, wait a minute. That's like right there. That's like, what I, I like. know where the fuck that is. So, yeah, it's it's um, it's interesting. You know what one I would like to do, too, in the old one? Hmm. Um, Dillinger. Okay. I can do that. Um, You know, because Dillinger's in... The old town that I worked in. Yeah. They have his mask. Yeah. Like they're. We can do that. They're related. I wouldn't mind doing old timey ones. So they're cool guys, but they own a fast food restaurant yeah. in the town. That I remember you telling me that. Fucking excellent food, by the way. But they have his mask. Yeah. His death mask. So I have, I have a, I have an order that we're going to go in. Yeah. So we're going to do Bonnie and Clyde. Then Adnan Saeed, and then uh, the Marist serial killer. 
Mm-hmm. That is a request, and Marist is a high school, a high school around here, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and then I have three listener requests. Well, Marist is a listener request, so is Bonnie yeah. and Clyde, but three that I have to look up and give you the name okay. of, but I know which order I'm doing them in. So Cool. That's what we're doing. Looking forward to it. That's what we're doing. Thank you guys for listening. Patreons, thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. You guys it. are all awesome. Yeah, you, all you guys are so awesome to us thank you for the messages please rate us give us a five-star liking on our whatever platform you listen to us on uh we would hope it's five stars if not tell us why if we could do something but, better but be nice about yeah please be nice we're fragile he is i'm not i'm fragile i'll cry in the bathroom by myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. um Give us a rating on Facebook. Um, yeah. Give me a couple days and we'll have Bonnie and Clyde for you. What's yeah. today? Wednesday? Today is Wednesday. Saturday. All right. Done deal. We should be Saturday or Sunday. No, Saturday. Saturday. We're doing Saturday. Saturday. I have to commit and okay. say. So we're doing Saturday. So Saturday will be Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you for listening and we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.